Ohio State has the necessary weapons to beat Missouri in the Cotton Bowl. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. There are people out there that will see Ohio State playing Missouri in a Cotton Bowl and think this game should be a breeze to the Buckeyes. It's a whole lot closer on paper, but there is a way for Ohio State to impose their will and win the Cotton Bowl Classic. Welcome in, Buckeye fans, to a Friday edition of Locked on Buckeyes here on Friday, December 29th in the year 2023. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast, and today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. This game tonight, I have been looking forward to it for a long time. As I started to dig into Missouri and see what kind of football team they have this year, I said, "Oh, this game's going to be close—a whole lot closer than I originally thought it would be." But there's one way for Ohio State to win this game and impose their will on the Tigers. What is it? You got weapons all over the field on offense and defense. If the Buckeyes find a way and a formula to use those weapons in a big and grand way, they'll win this game. It's that simple. Now, you may want to say, Jay, how is it so simple when you sit here and saying Missouri is so, is so talented? Missouri had a guy in the top 10 of the Heisman voting. Missouri had more AP All-Americans than Ohio State. Missouri has a quarterback that threw for 3,000 passing yards, a running back that's going to have 1,500 rushing yards this year, a receiver that's going to have over 1,200 receiving yards this year. How in the world are you so confident that the Buckeyes simply need to impose their will by utilizing the talent on the field that they have for them to win this game? Because Ohio State, I do believe, top to bottom, is talented enough, maybe even more talented than Missouri. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and say, Missouri does not have the better quarterback than Ohio State. Even if Kyle McCord was still here, I would say Missouri has the better quarterback. I would say Missouri has the better running back. And if Rob Van Mar is not playing, Emeka Abuka's season this year, when he was healthy, is not better and was not better than Luther Burton's third season this year. So in totality and statistically, there's a lot of things to like about this year's Missouri team. But let's not forget who's on Ohio State's football team this year. JT Twimelowal, Tyleek Williams, Jack Sawyer, Ty Hamilton, Michael Hall Jr. They have done a phenomenal job up front. And there's been a lot of people saying, hey, Larry Johnson, Jim Knowles, rotate that thing a little bit more than you have this season. Pump the brakes. Let's not go that far. I don't think that's the formula for this game. Missouri's offensive line is really good, and they do some things offensively that will definitely confuse and make things hard for the Buckeyes' defense. We'll get to that later in the show. But with Tommy Eigenberg out, do I still trust the Buckeyes' linebackers? Absolutely. I trust Stone Chambers. I know he's not one of the better LBs in the country, but I trust Stone Chambers in this game. Do I trust Cody Simon to take over the role of Tommy Eichenberg in this game? Absolutely, because it doesn't really seem like Eichenberg is going to play in this game, which is unfortunate. His last game in a Buckeye uniform, if he does not play in this game, is a loss to the team up north. You don't want that on your resume. 
That's not fun. That's not enjoyable. You look back on your Buckeye career and what do you have? The final three times you played that team up north, loss, loss, loss. You don't want that. All you want to do now is do what is needed for your team to win the game. And that is if Eichenberg is not playing. I assume now, based off some things that have happened over the past few days, he is not playing, which is a big loss for the Buckeyes. We talk about Luther Burden III and the other receivers that Missouri has, Theo Weiss, Uki Cooper, former Buckeye receiver, and Marquise Johnson. What do you have on Ohio State's defensive secondary? A talented Sonny Styles, a really good Joshua Proctor, a Jordan Hancock who is playing phenomenal ball this year. Let's not forget Igbenosin and Denzel Burke. We want to talk about the entire defense later in the show. If those guys in the Buckeyes and Jim Knowles and Tim Walton and all the defensive coaches – figure out ways for the Buckeyes defense to simply have a step ahead or two steps ahead of the Missouri offense. Hey, that's what you want in this game. Offensively, though, some of y'all sitting up here saying Devin Brown's confident. He is. I, sh- I think he should be. If you're going to start your first game in the Cotton Bowl Classic in Jerry's world, you don't want to go in that thing timid. You don't want to go in that thing shy or scared about what might happen. What do you want to do? Go out there and believe in your skills. Believe in the in the body of work that you did in high school to get you here and the body of work that you have at Ohio State, even though most of it's on in the practice field, do the things that you believe you can do that Ryan Day believes in you so that you can lead this team to victory. That's it. We talked about it. What does Devin Brown need to do? I'll say it again. Trust Ryan Day. Trust his teammates and trust his talent. I understand he's a guy starting his first game, but he's not going to be asked to, to throw for 350 and four touchdowns in this game and run for another touchdown. He's not going to be asked to do that. If he is, you're asking too much of a guy in his first start against easily the second best team that Ohio State has played this year and possibly the best offense that Ohio State has played this year because I do think there's a conversation to be had that Missouri's offense is better than Michigan's. I'm always looking for ways to tear down and and really just tear down and bring down the Wolverines. Well, here's one. There's a good chance and a realistic one that Missouri has a better running back, a better quarterback, and their best receiver in Luther Burden is better than Michigan's best receiver. Hey, this offense here that Missouri has is really good. The defense has a big test in front of them, but so does the offense. So not just the defensive weapons that Ohio State needs to tap into and figure out ways to utilize them, but also on offense. And I mentioned something, I think it was on yesterday's show, the everydayers definitely caught this statement about Dallin Hayden. And I made a comment about this young man and saying, look, I understand you want to redshirt him. But him playing in this game does not and will not eliminate his red shirt. So you got to utilize a one-two punch of Travion Henderson and Dallin Hayden in this game. There is no reason in the world for Ryan Day to roll out in Cotton Bowl, the game, the Cotton Bowl Classic, almost at Cotton Bowl Stadium. Can't say that. It's an AT&T Stadium down there in Jerry's World. But there is no reason at all for Ryan Day to roll out here in this game and come out here and say, oh, well, uh, this is what we got. You got number 32, number five, my step on the field once or twice, but that's it. No, no, that's not the formula for this game for Ohio State to win. 
And if it is a formula, Ryan Day rolls out tomorrow, or excuse me, well, tonight, being recorded the day prior than the game is going to be played, then, well, we might be here post-game talking about, well, Jay had a formula. Ryan, uh, Jay ain't no head coach at no, at, at no level, but Jay knows how to analyze some things. And, well, Ryan Day did not work, said formula. And, well, if he did, Ohio State would have had a chance to win this game. But some other weapons we haven't tapped into on the offensive side of the ball, Xavier Johnson, Carnot Tate, Ameka Abuka, Cade Stover, Brandon Ennis. If you want to throw Jaden Ballard in there, great. Okay, cool. I don't really think he's going to be the next man up in this rotation. But also think about Kojo Antwi. I'm not sure how many receivers Brian Hartline is going to utilize to replace Julian Fleming, and we all assume Marvin Harrison Jr. is not going to play in this game either. Hey, if you got to use more receivers than normal to t- replace the production of Harrison Jr. and Fleming, so be it. Do it. If that means Kojo Antwi plays the football tonight, great. Do it. But also figure out somebody to return punts and kickoffs that can be successful at doing that because if you do – that might be an easy way. Utilize a weapon in a different way than you have all season long to propel the Buckeyes to victory tonight. And we touched on the Buckeyes defense earlier about weapons that need to tap into to win the game tonight. But we're going to dive into more about why this is a big test for the Buckeyes defense coming up next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. With killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, views from your seat, and the best price guarantee, Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the start of the event, and even an hour after it starts. It's a place to find last-minute seats, find exclusive flash deals and sponsor deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and more. And the Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and roll for less, Game Time will credit you guys. Check this out. 110% of the difference. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code L O C K E D O N C O L L E G E for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel found only at the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. We have spent a lot of time this week discussing the offense. Devin Brown, Marvin Harrison Jr. not possibly not playing, and the Cardinal Tate and Brandon Ennis, and who might step up with him not being there. Kyle McCord's not there. Julian Fleming's not there. Oh, there's a lot of guys in the running back room that aren't there. So replacing guys that are there this year, starters and contributors, we touched on that a lot this week. Not to be overlooked in this mix, It's how big of a test this is for the Buckeyes defense. So big of a test that I think there are things that the Buckeyes learned in previous games this year 
that they can utilize those lessons that they learned to be successful in this game tonight. Think about what Ohio State has gone through this year. Some good offenses, some okay offenses, some offenses that might try to do some things that aren't conventional, Rutgers and the Fumble to be able to really confuse the Buckeyes' defense, knowing that, hey, it's hard to run against Ohio State's defense. They're not giving up big, explosive plays like they have over the past couple of years. So how can we get the upper hand on them? In comes the Fumble Ruski. Phenomenal play call. It was called at the right time. One of those things... I don't think anyone was expecting, and you can be a long-time, long-time, long-time analyst or college football fan, and if you come out here and say in that moment on fourth and short, you thought Fumble Ruski was going to be called, I would say, what you smoking? Are you sure that was on your mind, or is that after the fact? Like, oh, man, I knew that. I knew that was coming out. Because me saying what you smoking makes me think, hey, that guy may not have been in his right mind because nobody thought that was going to be called. Now, what we do expect to be called tonight is not only plays to get Cody Schrader loose out there, to get Luther Burden the ball in space and to let him scoot and skedaddle around the Buckeyes defense, but also ways to allow Brady Cook to cook. I saw it on 11warriors.com. Um, an article out there and the caption of it, kind of the headline thumbnail, don't get cooked. Now, that was something that's so clever. And I was like, man, I wish I thought about that first because, man, that'd be great for this show here. But I didn't. So I got to give credit to where credit is due. Not sure who put that thing together, but great. Don't get cooked because that might be the motto. And if I'm going to get to a film session, hey, what's the theme for the day? Don't get cooked. Wait, wait, wait. Don't get cooked. Who we talk about? Brady Cook. Why? Because he might cook you all night because he is that good. But the Buckeyes got to find a way. And I know it hasn't been something they have done all season long consistently, but they got to find a way to overcome a really good, quick, athletic offensive line to get to the quarterback. And I'm not saying it's blitz two guys to where there's six guys rushing the passer. I am not saying that. And I don't know if you can do it with just your front four. But if you find a formula with your front four or maybe the Rushman package, whatever that might look like in this game, you got to utilize it. Because this game is all different than the Michigan game, different than the Rutgers game, different than the game against Notre Dame. It's different than a lot of games that the Buckeyes have played this year. Because you've got, you got a really good quarterback, possibly the best quarterback they have played this year, possibly the best running back they have had to face this year. And Luther Burton, man, I mean, there's a realistic conversation. He might be the best receiver the Buckeyes have faced this year. And they have to figure out a way. If you just corral and slow down Brady Cook, and also not just getting to the quarterback, keeping contained. I can't tell you how many games we watched this year. And the Buckeyes are consistently letting the quarterback get outside contained. And I want to say, recently, the last game we watched, and this is not one that I have rewatched over and over and over and over again. It's just embedded in my brain. The game against Michigan. Think about how many times we saw J.J. McCarthy get outside the contain of Twimalowal or Sawyer. Too many times. It's not acceptable. 
What is one of the first things you learn as a youngster playing football if you are playing defensive end? Or maybe you're an outside backer who is coming in, rushing the passer, but they tell you one thing, hey, keep contained. When I was a youngster playing football, I didn't start playing football until I was in seventh grade. There's a story behind that that I'll probably tell later down the road. We got more time to tell stories about Jay's childhood. But when I first started playing football, what do they say? Hey, you're the defensive end. What do you got to do? Keep contained. And that was back when like, our offense in high school ran triple option occasionally. We, we really didn't have a triple option quarterback, but it was in Coach Tim Barthel's playbook, so we ran it because that was what it was in his arsenal in his bag at that time. You got to keep contained. You have to also do your keys on the triple option. Now, I'm not saying you're going to see a lot of triple option stuff tonight, but you will see some counters and some misdirection to confuse you. Know what your keys are, and don't let the stuff that happens in the backfield confuse you and get you off of the spot you're supposed to be eyeballing and keying in that play. Triple option. Let's go real quickly. You have a dive man. Whoever has that dive man stays on him. Don't matter where the ball is going. You stay on him and you hit him. Somebody has a quarterback. Somebody has the pitch man. You stay on them. If you got the, if you're if you're supposed to stay on the pitch man and you come down on the quarterback, what does that do? Easy pitch to the pitch man. He's off to a first down. So you have to stick on your keys. That's elementary stuff back in middle school, probably even little league. I didn't play little league football, but my guess is to teach that back then as well. And that goes for the same thing tonight. If you want to slow down Cody Schrader, if you want to slow down Luther Burton the third, if you don't, if you don't want to let Brady Cook get off and he scored, he's rammed and scored eight rushing touchdowns this year. He's not just a threat with his arm. He's a threat with his legs as well. 28 total touchdowns this year, 20 through the air, eight on the ground. If you don't want to let Brady Cook in this game, what do you need to do? Do your job and stay to your keys. Keep contained and don't allow the misdirection to do what the misdirection is supposed to do to the Buckeyes defense. It's that simple. It's going to be tough. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's going to be a tough battle tonight. Could easily be one of the best non-playoff bowl games this cycle. That's how good Ohio State is. That's how good Missouri is as well. Who do I think is going to win the game? I'll answer that question next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. As the weather gets colder, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's $150. If your team wins, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. As we know, the everydayers remember, we touched on the over-under over the past few days. It hasn't moved at 48 and a half. The line has moved back to the original spot where it was. Ohio State minus two and a half. Hop on that thing quick before it moves, before kickoff tonight. Visit FanDuel.com slash on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. This episode is brought to you by 
Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus is has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more. And the best service in Central Ohio. And did you know Billiards Plus has top-of-the-line grills with up to 30-year warranties? That's longer than most roofs. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Austin, Canada, Billiards, and more. Plus, top-of-the-line grills from PK, Napoleon, Memphis, and the Griddle. That could very well be the last grill you own. The perfect gift for any occasion is in stock at Billiards Plus. Go big with an awesome pool table or shuffleboard table or a little more modest with a dartboard or poker table. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. And the people at Billiards Plus are the best part of the experience. Kenny, Sarah, and the whole staff will take amazing care of you. Billiards Plus, visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Thank you for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day tonight at the conclusion of the Cotton Bowl Classic. On the YouTube page of Locked on Buckeyes, we will be live reacting instantly to the Buckeyes' performance in the Cotton Bowl. If they win or if they lose, we will all react in similar fashion together on the Locked on Buckeyes YouTube page and our final postcast of the season. Will Ohio State win the 2023 Cotton Bowl Classic? It's a question I think a lot of Buckeye fans are out here saying, oh, they got this in the bag. It's Missouri. They're not that good. They got two L's. Ohio State has one. One is better in the situation than two. There you go. Ohio State's winning the game. I'm not going that far. I am not. As much as I believe in Ohio State's weapons, as much as I believe in Ryan Day when he has a month to prepare, this Missouri team is really, really good. I mentioned my score prediction earlier this week on our crossover with John Miller of Locked on Mizzou, and it has not changed throughout the week. I have Ohio State losing the Cotton Bowl Classic 24-17. to For those of you watching us here on the YouTube, see some new graphics that we're utilizing here on the podcast brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network. Clear, concise, easy to read. Even got my name on it. I like that too. 24-17, Missouri wins the Cotton Bowl Classic. Now, you may want to say, Jay, you were talking about the weapons Ohio State has where they can utilize them to win the game. Talk about the big test that Ohio State's defense has, and you say, oh, here are some ways that Ohio State can utilize the weapons to prepare for the test of Missouri's defense. You talk about all of this stuff, and for a second you have me believing that you thought Ohio State was going to win. I'll make one statement about this, and some of y'all might think I'm stupid, but y'all going to hear me out here in a second about why I believe this very thing. If the Buckeyes had Kyle McCord, I would pick them to win the game. The reason, one of the big reasons why I am not picking Ohio State to win this game, I have a hard time believing a guy starting his first game as in a Buckeye uniform at quarterback in this game against that team will win the game. Once you add in the Buckeyes' issues on offense that were not all on Kyle McCord, struggle really in a passing game, some of that was on McCord. I'm talking about some of that was on guys just simply dropping the ball. Some of that was on situational play calling by Ryan Day that really left a lot of us scratching our heads. Issues running the ball. And I know Henderson got healthy and did a lot of good things. What happened against a really good Michigan defense? Things didn't look too hot. 
And I understand all of those things and the issues. But I do think, though, we have a better handle about how this game's going to be played. We have a better, we're better able to predict how this game is going to go down if Kyle McCord's out there. If he threw two picks for two, threw for 250 yards, two interceptions, three passing touchdowns, Buckeyes win the game. I, I'm sitting here telling you that's, that would easily potentially be his stat line. Start off maybe a little bit slow, maybe a pick in the first quarter. Next thing you know, he gets hot, 8, 10, 12 straight completions. And all of a sudden, Buckeyes get the lead. He made the interception late. But the Buckeyes offense with him, even though he left you wanting more, what do you find? You know what you're getting. And outside of a really good team in Michigan, who's the number one team in the country, yes, they cheated. But outside of them cheating, it's a really good football team. Hey. We know Kyle McCord had some issues in that game. A lot of them. What do we find? The Buckeyes still had a chance to win the game at the end of the day. Period, point blank. If you're a Devin Brown believer, number 33, great, cool, good for you. Do I want to be? Absolutely. But there's also the reality of of the situation. It's really hard to win in college football. It's really hard to win in this game, in this moment, when you're a first-time starter. I can see if you're a first-time starter on the offensive line or defensive line or maybe a running back or receiver. I can understand that and say, yeah, that's difficult. That's hard. That's a test. Quarterback, you're leading the entire offense in this game. And let's just say things don't go well for Devin Brown in this game, and he has some hiccups, and he has some growing pains. And Ryan Day says, oh, true freshman quarterback, number 12, Lincoln Kienholds. Get that headband back on, young man. It's time for you to go back on the field, and not on the field where you came from in high school. No, go on the field here in Jerry's world for this game. If there is a game plan by Ryan Day to play two QBs, I'm out, bro. I'm out. Touched on it with Mo Murphy. What, what was it, about a week ago? About, hey, should Ryan Day use two quarterbacks in this game? And we had an open disagreement on the show in regards to, hey, Mo said use two QBs. I said don't. If that's the game plan, cool, cool, whatever. Do it. I don't think that's the right formula for Ohio State to win this game. Now I would love to come on here at the end of the day and say, hey, I was wrong. Colin Cowherd. Where Colin was right, where Colin, where Colin was wrong. I don't have a sound like he does. I can make one up. Where Jay was right, where Jay was wrong. That would not be what actually happens, but hey, I can make it up. Y'all, y'all, y'all come on here and be like, Jay, you got a sound man? You got somebody, somebody doing voiceovers? Sound man voiceovers is not the same, but yeah. Well, you understand what I'm trying to say. I, I don't have that. I, could, I mean, my voice is pretty talented. I mean, people have said they like it. Here, on, here behind the mic, here on the show, I don't know. But I'm sure over the next few days, the next few hours, I could figure out a way to create a voice of my own that's not the one you hear right now and say, oh, where Jay was right, where Jay was wrong. I could figure it out. And I'll come on here and be like, man, Jay, you good, sir. You did exactly what you said you would do. Man, I hate it. I hate it. I'm rooting for Ohio State to win this game. Absolutely. That's not going to change. I am definitely thinking about Ohio State and the weapons that they have. I just don't think they're going to win this game. Let's go back. And I know that Richard line before started going back at Ohio State's favor, was Missouri minus six and a half. <laughs> it's weird. That's where I'm leaning. Not sure why I went back to Ohio State minus two and a half. 
All only thing that changed is more guys started leaving the Buckeyes uniform. Maybe, just maybe. Somebody knows something about Ohio State. A lot of us don't know, but hey, I, I just can't believe and put that faith in a guy making his first start in the Cotton Bowl Classic against this really good Missouri football team. Once again, the graphic is back on the screen. If you're watching a YouTube, Ohio State 17, Missouri 24. Final score prediction from, from yours truly. Do you agree or disagree? Leave your comment here in the comment section on this video. Guys, out of here on a Friday. This is the last Friday show of the year. Last full daily show of the year. The next show you'll hear will be a live postcast. will be available on the playback forum on YouTube and on in the audio podcast app you use. But that'll be it. Man, another year, 2023, almost in the books. All of us here together on the show. I appreciate you watching or listening to the show, not just today, but throughout the year as well. If you're a new listener for this show, thank you for tuning in. Leave a like button. Uh, hit the like button on this video. Leave a comment in here and let us know what you think about today's show and about the Buckeyes' chances to win the Cotton Bowl. Subscribe wherever you're listening or watching this show right now so you don't miss a beat. You can follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at jstevens07. You can also send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. I know a lot of you disagree with me about my final score prediction about who will win the game in the final score of that game, which is fine. I openly welcome disagreement here on the show because I believe an open dialogue and disagreement make shows better. We are out of here for the final daily show of 2023. I'll see you next time.